Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning. What a wonderful opportunity it is to come together with our 73rd podcast. And we've been talking about things that start with the word self. And this is the last out of three. We're talking about self-image today. Self-image, how we perceive we are, how we look, how our personality is, whether we're inviting, whether people would like us or think we're cool or think we're pretty or handsome or all that type of stuff. And and uh, self-image is one of those things, and we all deal with it. And folks, when, when I was a younger man, I, you know, I was like straight up eye candy. You know what I'm saying? And I still dealt uh, with <laughs> I, I, I still dealt with self-image issues. And, and I'm not going to re-record that, even though I should be ashamed of myself. God forgive me for that, as Stephanie and I laugh here. Um, but, uh, you know, self-image is real, friends. And some of you are out there right now thinking that I'm, I'm fat. I'm not good looking. I'm, and, and I could come up with a whole list, Stephanie, of things that people say about themselves. Yeah. I'm not funny. I'm not smart. Uh, I'm not engaging. I'm not musical. And those are all things that could be said about me, you know. Oh, and uh, uh, though I will tell, I will tell our friends out here in podcast world that uh, I wrote a song and passed it on to Stephanie the other night for the edit and the music. So I feel good about that. It's a song called hope. And uh, what did we name it? Stephanie, you remember it was hope something. I think we, oh. just hope. Yeah. They, I thought it was just hope. And hope is good. And uh, this is what I'm thinking, friends. Uh, so many times, so many times we view ourselves in a manner that's not even true. Uh, we say were these things. Can I tell you, I have never met anybody that has repulsed me. Uh, now, if someone doesn't take a shower or a bath, that freaks me out. And, uh, you know, if somebody hasn't brushed their teeth in the month of May, that freaks me out. Um, you know, and they got weird things. I don't like booger. <laughs> I don't like people who dig boogers, you know. So if you're a booger digger, I, that, that repulses me. <laughs> that freaks me out. You know, these people who dig like, you know, like they're a little kid or something. And they, they dig, you know, I saw a guy driving down the road the other day. I thought he was going to go right through his uh, eye socket or something. He was digging so deep. But anyway, speaking of self, <laughs> speaking of self-image, if you take away all the freaky things, and I don't like <laughs> naked people. I don't like being around people who are naked, like in Walmart. And, now, don't get me wrong. It's fine for my wife to be naked, I, and I prefer it. Uh, but when you start getting into, uh, when you start getting into self-image, so often we're off on this. So often we view ourselves in a negative light, Stephanie. We view ourselves more negative than most people view us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, and, and I want to remind you this morning of a verse, friends, in Genesis one twenty-seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image God created he, him, male and female, he created them. And I was thinking about that as I read that verse is, is this, God created us in his image. So no matter how you look, God created you in his image. Now, do we do stuff to our image? Yeah. Uh, folks, I have a hard time. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a hard time driving by Starbucks. So I drink that 350, 400 calorie latte 
uh, at least every other day. And uh, sometimes when I'm on the road every day, and, and you know, that's that happens to my waistline. So my waistline's growing. So I do these things to myself. But listen, I do know this. I do know that I view myself more poorly than other people view me. And I do know that Stephanie views herself more poorly than other people view her because her and I have had these conversations. So Stephanie, as I pass over to you and we talk about this thing, and it's it's kind of a hard thing, self-image, uh, what comes to your mind? Well, this is a loaded, a loaded topic. And um, I think right off the bat, it's very important to remember that we were not created in any image but God's. And I think for a lot of people, I know for me, for many, many years, um, because of pressure that was put on me, it was like I just wanted to fit in. I wanted to just be like everybody else so that life would be as smooth as possible and um, literally wear that self-image that that what other people thought of me and, you know, what they thought of what I said, what I did, the looks on my face, everything, where it became a fear, what other people thought of me, you know, worrying about that became a fear, a huge fear factor in my life of was I upsetting someone or whatever the case was. Now, now stop right and, there. Why? Well, because in my case, things had been verbally stated. I didn't even have to guess in some cases what I was being perceived as because it was being verbally stated um, what their perceptions were of me. And so because of that, I, I knew um, I knew how they perceived me. It wasn't even something I had to question. It had been very much stated. And so it had, in turn, it affected, like we were talking about, that worth and um i mean i remember when we first got together i truly viewed myself as fat ugly and incapable and um that was just the blunt honest truth and there's still time part of that i think is true but you know that's it is not not. stop it (laughs) so we have this go around discussion but anyways there's certain things when they're just said to you um point blank um, using different lang- you know, using different words at different times, but the same statements over and over. You know what your self-image is, and even though it's not coming from God, those statements aren't coming from God. They very much affect you. And for me, um, I, and God built this in every person, but I need that encouragement. I need somebody to say, um, you know, I need my little girl to say, you look pretty, mommy. I need that, you know. And um, thankfully, I have a couple girls, the boys, you know, they just shrug their shoulders and, you know, like whatever. So I'm thankful for at least a couple daughters and we can help each other out. But um, God built that in all of us to know that we are special and we need people around us to tell us that and to encourage us. And that's a huge part of for me, I'm working with people who have been hurt. In many of their cases, um, I have talked to ladies and girls who have had the most horrible things said to them yeah. about them, to their face. Yeah. And mm. that's what their image is of themselves. When they look in the mirror, that's who they see. And I have lived that trail to different to a different extent not many of these girls have been through our ladies have been through way worse than i experienced but where you look in the mirror and the first words that come to mind are 
you're this, you're that, you need to do this, you need to do that. And where you're, where everything you are is not who God says you are, but what the people around you are saying or thinking you are. And, you know, there's a, there's that concept in the Bible that's very, very serious of remembering that we can't serve God and anything else. Yeah. And when we become so consumed with worrying about what others think of us and are we making them happy enough? Are we pleasing them? Are we keeping the peace enough by, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, I think in a lot of situations, sadly, the woman, you know, her self images, you know, you're, you're there to just, um, sit there and shut up or you're sit, you're there to just do whatever you're told, whatever the case is. And I'm not saying those, there's not times and places for those things, but where that becomes your, who you are, because that's how you, that's what you've been focused on fulfilling so long is this image that everyone expects you to have and that you maybe have been told that's what you're supposed to have. And it doesn't come from God. God gives us clear um, verses in scripture that tell us, you know, I love Psalm 139 where David said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. And when we realize that God has fearfully and wonderfully made each of us in his image, we won't be worried so much about what people around us say. We belong to God. Yeah. Our body, soul, and spirit belong to him. And as we focus on what his image looks like. He lives in us as our, you know, for his children, he lives in us. And it's like, God, what, what do I need to do to be conformed to your image? Because that's the image we're made in. We're not made in the image of any other human. Every human being is, is its, is his own or her own special identity that God has, you know, specifically created you with your own fingerprints, your own footprint, um, your own influence you will have on other people and realizing that you're special, you know, God has made you and gifted you in ways and combines those, you know, special talents in you that there may, there's not one other person in the world exactly like you. And, 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 and you know what, I think, and not to cut you off, but you know, by the way, folks, Stephanie and I were just talking earlier, we wish we had another mode of communication where we could look off, look at each other and play <laughs> off each other. But she, you know, something that hit me just as she was saying that there's no one else in the world that's like you, which is of great value. But you know what messes us up, Stephanie, honestly, you know what really messes people up is the media. It's Hollywood. Yeah. It's, it's people, you know, bouncing around in these little teeny bathing suits, guys or gals. I'm not picking anybody in particular. Uh, but, you know, we start to judge ourselves off these movies we see or these TV shows we see or off the girl down the road. Like, and and you do it, Stephanie, maybe not off of Hollywood, but you say things about yourself and I say things about myself. And, and we're both saying things that really, uh, literally, is not true. You know, we, we are not those things. We are. And, uh, and so as you were going that, it just came to my thought pattern, this thing of Hollywood. Yeah. I didn't have it in my notes or anything, but this is a problem. But yeah. anyway, you, you were just getting at the point that we all have an individual DNA. We all have, uh, y you know, uh, the, our unique fingerprint. We all have these things. And uh, yet we, 
we think bad things. So, so why are we thinking these bad things be, besides the media, besides what people are saying to us? Why does this become a perpetual thing, you think, Stephanie? Well, because I think it becomes an area of um, spiritual, a spiritual battle, honestly, because we, you know, we have that battle between the flesh, that's, you know, our human side, our human thoughts, the way that our flesh just wants to work and think. And then we have that spirit of God that lives in us or is seeking to draw us to himself. And we have these two conflicting ideas and entire ways of life going back and forth. And I think when, when someone becomes entrapped in, in the bondage and it is bondage, it is. Um, I still know, I still know people to this day who live their lives in fear of the self image. It is literally like fetters and shackles around them because they they've had to become what other people want them to be to yeah. live. Yeah. And it is, it is literally like a jail cell bondage and it's heartbreaking because that's not how God intends us to live. He, you know, we're called to Liberty and Liberty in Christ to live for him, to please him, to glorify him. And hence that brings joy and peace and satisfaction. And honestly, I think self image is, is that, and not that we shouldn't care. You know, we need to be like you were saying, you need to be taking, showers you need to be doing those things please take but a in shower the end, remember... by, the, by the mercy of god take a shower yeah go ahead but, but i come back to um romans 12 1 and two come to mind and then um i believe it's first corinthians uh 15 31 whether they're afraid eat or drink or whatsoever you do do all oh. to the glory of god where the remembering i my whole purpose I'm created in his image and my whole purpose is to glorify him. And then in Romans where he says, um, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. And this is what we, you know, when we look in the mirror instead of, and I'm saying this to myself as much to anyone else, because this is something that I still struggle with. Um, because there's times I look in the mirror and I have this creepy, I can hear certain voices saying things to me still. And so you have to reach that point of looking in the mirror and saying, God, I'm your child. Yeah. And yes, I may be feeling I'm this, that, or the other, but God, you've called me to be holy. You've called me to be wholly acceptable to you. And when we look in the mirror, that needs to be who we see or who we are striving to see is not someone who is, created in someone else's image because you're not. And yes, there are going to be very cruel people in the world who want you to fit their mold, who want you to be their clone, who want you to be their puppet to make them happy. And if you want to live in that jail cell, you can make that choice, but you're going to live a very, very sad, unhappy life. And yeah, this well, is a journey I, I'm on. So I think this yeah. is just something where, well, you know, well, we have to work through. And, and you know, there's, and, and I'll tell you something that I've learned in my life. There's a lot of men, and I'm just speaking truly from what I've experienced in my life, who, that you know, they treat their spouses. They don't encourage them. They don't tell them how pretty they are. They don't, you know, they don't value them. And then they wonder why their spouses aren't interested in all the fun stuff or, uh, and want interested in going out, you know, taking a walk or 
uh, doing those types of things. And I mean, you're just making a very good point. What we say and how we treat other people uh, really affects the self-image, that mental self-image in our mind of how we think people are seeing us, of, uh, of how we perceive that people are seeing us, how we, how we perceive that we're coming across. And boy, you can make a difference in someone's life if you just stop the nonsense and treat them right. I think, is, isn't that yes. what I'm hearing from you, Stephanie? That... Yes. No, I, I think it's huge. I think it's God made us to interact with other people. He did not make us, um, if this quarantine has taught me anything else, not that I didn't already know it, it was that God did not make us to live in four walls by ourselves. And my heart is broken for people that I know who can't get out, can't have visitors, you know, like the elderly in the nursing homes, where they're stuck. Because God meant us to be social. He meant us to interact. And then he meant for us as we interact to show as we as we interact with people to encourage them, we go back to our words and our demeanor, our actions, um, just giving someone a smile, just saying thank you, just saying, hey, I hope you have a great day. Those little things can have a huge impact on someone's image of themselves yeah. because you never know the situation they've just come out of. Some people live crazy, sad lives. Yeah. And just smile and just show them you care. And instead of constantly coming up with negative reasons to, um, you know, <laughs> share the negative things going on in life, be a blessing, be an encouragement, um, send somebody a card instead of, um, yeah. instead yeah. of trying to, you know, All make their lives miserable. And get yeah. your wife some flowers and, and women tell, tell your husband they're handsome and, yeah. you know, uh, uh, lay a wet kiss on them. I mean, just, uh, <laughs> you know, men do the same thing. And, uh, you know, far too often we are, um, you know, somewhere along the way, we've become a negative society. Somewhere along the way, we've, uh, it seems like we want to find all the wrong with people or things that we're not necessarily happy with or, or satisfied with. And that's just a bunch of garbage, folks. We, we serve God and uh, we belong to God. And God has made these people, whether they be our spouses, our kids, the guy down the road, the person who makes your uh, grande five-pump chai, extra hot, no water, and uh, and tell them you appreciate that. And, you know, every day when I go and get my grande, and the, we have two Starbucks now by the house. God's been good to us. And uh, I, think he's, <laughs> I think he's awarding our obedience in him. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, every day I told the, I tell this guy, he asked me how I'm doing. And I say, I'm living the dream. And, uh, I'm, uh, uh, and so this, every time I ask him how he is now, every morning he says, I'm living the dream. Isn't that right? And I said, boy, that is right. And in a way I am living the dream. And in a way you are living the dream and we're all living the dream because Christ died for our sins. So, so as we start closing this area, Stephanie, that I guess the big question is, uh, you're someone's wife and women get hit with this. Uh, 91% out of 100% women have are the people with big self-image problems. So only 9% are men. So men think probably more highly of themselves than they ought to think. But if you're, if you're a member of that 9 plus out of 10 people, uh, how do you dig out of that? How do you help your husband? How do you help the people around you to help you? How do you do that? Um. 
I I think for for me a huge thing um I didn't honestly have the self good self image um that's just it's not a good realm of life for me but I really believe a huge key is the whole the whole self worth thing of I belong to God yeah and he loved me enough and you know there may be ladies out there who are in the middle of a situation where you you know what you know what you're thought of you know how you're viewed and it may stink and it may be awful mm. and reach out reach out if you have a if you have a girlfriend if you have someone you can talk to reach out don't don't go into a shell that can lead to depression that can lead down a whole trail that can have very def- deadly disastrous results and so reach out if you are at that place where you do not feel like you have any value or any worth or you know the people around you view you as um, worthless or a pain in the neck and have left you with that feeling of hopelessness, reach out to someone, um, give us a call. Um, I would be more than happy to send, you know, to send a I have a very good verse booklet that I can recommend. Um that has helped me just with giving me verses to focus on, to remember all that my God is to me. Because as I said, we're in, we're created in his image. And this has been a huge thing for me to realize is that I wasn't created in anyone else's image, but God's. And in the end, it doesn't, I don't have to have people always saying nice things to me. Although that is a wonderful thing. I have to remember that self image is, is a jail cell. It is. Um, if I let it become that, it will easily become a jail cell for me. Best and there's, yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of freedom in, in focusing in your thoughts, in your meditation, as you think on God's word of remembering I'm created in God's image. And so he's the one I need to be looking like, talking like, imitating, you know, becoming more like Jesus, because that's where real freedom and joy will come. Amen. Amen. And in closing, let me just say this. Don't put anybody in a jail cell and don't put yourself in there. And uh, husbands, bring your wife home some flowers. And ladies, uh, let your husbands go shooting or buy a new truck or something. Everything's going to be all right. Tell each other how handsome you are to each other and how beautiful you are because it's true. Uh, But man, I think it was a great topic today. I know we talk about these things like self-harm, self-image, self-worth, self-esteem, and, and we go through those things. And uh, But, the you know, the point of all of this is God has created every one of us. He's made us in his image. And, boy, we can celebrate in that. And, listen, God can use you. There's someone out there for you, all these things. And we're thrilled to be with you. Hey, drop us a line out there at Helpful Wounded Spirits or our personal Facebook page. Let us know if we can cover any topics we're not covering. May God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.